0: Nice hat.
1: Nice hat, you. Why are you wearing a nice hat? We're going to a baseball game. We're going to a baseball game. We're wearing shorts.
0: We're wearing shorts.
1: We're wearing baseball hats. We're wearing.
0: Are we wearing underwear? I am wearing underwear. You know what? Good for you. Good for you.
1: Welcome to Ask Adverb. I'm Tyler Butler.
0: I'm Adam Rosenhart,
1: and we are Adverb. We're <laughs> barely even the majority of Team Adverb anymore.
0: No, because we've got Jackie and Erica, but we're also working with a ton of contractors. Yeah, well, a few, not a
1: ton. <laughs> a ton. Yeah, a thousand contractors. We've got
0: we've got uh, two choice contractors we're working with right now. They're doing incredible work, and we're onboarding hopefully a third soon. Hopefully, we'll see. And we're also hiring.
1: We are hiring. We are hiring our third full-time person.
0: Why? Why do we need this person, Tyler? What's going on?
1: We need this person because we have a lot of content we need to make, and we need talented a talented person to take on making reels, making TikToks, oh. writing captions, posting on social, the the work of managing and creating for social, which is a ton of labor. It, it Turns takes a out. long time to edit a reel. It takes a long time to edit a TikTok. These yeah. are challenging, creative projects. Um, we appreciate that. They're also a ton of fun. We have incredible clients who are bought in to making fun, meaningful, powerful content, it's a joy to work with them, and, and we need some help to make it happen.
0: Yeah. You can uh, you can check out the details and apply uh, at adverbcoms.com slash jobs. Yes. I uh, just sent us a resume cover letter. Uh, we're a work-from-home hybrid organization, but for legal and tax purposes, you must be a citizen or permanent resident of Canada.
1: Yes, indeed. So,
0: yeah. We've been getting a lot of applications. The law
1: from, getting in our way again. I know we've been getting a lot of international <laughs> applications. Thanks, Justin Trudeau.
0: We wish that Justin Trudeau would let us hire those people, but uh, <laughs> oh it's just not happening. Not, what a... not not great hair, though.
1: I'm curious uh, <laughs> if you have any reflections on making this new position, making this new job. Um, what's on your mind? I, I
0: mean, I I am always worried that we're what we're putting out there isn't like. Enticing enough and Mm. I know I know that's not true because of the applications we've received so far But but I want to make sure that we're we're creating a role. That's like meaningful that someone feels like they can grow in the role Um, They're excited about working with us at adverb And there's just always that imposter syndrome piece of me. That's like are we doing a good job at this? And I I think we are we did a lot of research on on the market and it, it feels like it's good.
1: Yeah I'm very hopeful And optimistic. You always are. (laughs) I also think that something you and I had a long conversation about is um, something we're trying to be conscious of is writing the role in a way that we're communicating the sort of day-to-day tasks and the skills that we need, but also encouraging people who maybe are... 80% of those tasks or have one thing or like, oh, well maybe I have a year and a half instead of two years of experience. Yes. And we added a little bit of text into our job description. Do you wanna talk about that? You found this text.
0: Yeah, this came from, I saw this someone post about this on LinkedIn and I remember actually a, a friend of mine whom I used to work with at Calder Bateman, Andrea Payton telling me, unless you're a dude, you will only apply for a job if you meet every single criteria in the job description. And we found this little blurb that we we stole and, and, and adapted improved. for, for <laughs> adverbs use, yeah, we improved it, that basically says, listen, like you might look at this and not have every qualification, but you should apply anyway. And we also know that women and people of color in particular will look at a job description and if they can't answer every single one of the criteria will definitely not apply. We're trying to be a more diverse organization and we want you to apply if you've got one or two of the things in our job description. Absolutely. Cause I think like a lot some of the stuff we can teach you, and cultural fit is probably just as important as skill set. Yeah. So
1: I think values alignment. We try to write to our company's values in our job description. There's quite a long intro on the way in little really <laughs> humor uh and but yeah i think that's really hey what side of the fence do you fall on like have you applied for jobs where you're like oh i got i got half these things um
0: not i don't know about half like i think most but sometimes if it's not like i applied for a a vp job vp of marketing job and i actually got an interview for it a little like before we started adverb and i was like holy thanks for clarifying that yeah yeah we have to talk buddy um and I was I was surprised to get the interview, but it was just one of those things where they're looking it's interesting because none of these job descriptions say the perfect candidate will have. It says the ideal candidate will have. Mm. But ideals are are an extreme and and we're looking for someone totally. in the area. Yeah. What about you? Have you ever applied for something that you were like not qualified for? It
1: will surprise no one when I say a hundred percent yes. <laughs> what there's no loss to submitting a resume. Like you don't get a grade at the end that's like, did you get interviews on 80% of your applications? Yeah. Like, and I think we're encountering that with kind of a massive applications we got through a LinkedIn or something. Yeah. Like, there is no downside to applying for something. I think it's a bit of work to, to kind of write a resume and cover letter that build the case that you're the right fit if you're serious about it. Definitely. And, and I typically have only applied for jobs that I was like, I would take this job if I got it. Gotcha. Um, I don't feel that I, I was near 100% qualified for the job that I that you hired me for at ATV. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I well, think that, that did not you, come across on the interview. You were looking for more years of experience. You were looking for maybe different leadership skills. Uh, or like direct management, all of my leadership stuff was sort of like I've led a project. I've been kind of a collaborator and like informal leader, but those are the sorts of things where really the only way you can communicate that is like has led a team Yeah, and I can build the case. Like I I feel I bring a lot of leadership experience to the table. I've volunteered on boards. I've um, led projects. I've mentored students. Yeah. but it's not exactly what you put in your job description, right? True, yeah. And then ultimately, it's about, like, yeah, are you a fit for this role? And can we identify where are the places where you're not a fit and are those areas we can grow together? Are, are any of them going to stop me from doing the job the second I walk in the door? Is that a problem? Like, I, it's a conversation, right? It totally is, yeah. yeah.
0: And now I'm actually wondering, given what you just said, why we hired you, but I'm glad we did. <laughs> but, no, I mean, it's interesting to think about the whole life cycle of, like, applying for a job because it's like every stage is all you want to do is open that next door mm-hmm. and your cover letter got you I think your resume of course as well but like cover it's funny because we've got some colleagues in the industry who are like don't send us a cover letter please send us a cover letter yes, please." it's something we actually I failed to include in the job posting initially but I need to know that you can write prose,
1: (laughs) frankly. (laughs) It's a big part of the old job. It really is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, we're hiring. We're hiring and we're... we're, I
1: can't wait to meet our new team member. We're excited to see who's out there. close August 19. We finally learned that we need to put out the job like six weeks before we actually need them. Oh, I know. uh, Because last time we started it when we needed them and then had a very rough six weeks. So... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so that's been great. Hey, you know what? Before we get too far... Down the garden path. We should talk about our sponsor.
1: <laughs> I, is this going to be another 10-minute ad? Because it might I be. Because I really enjoyed uh, our last Highlands Liquor well, spot.
0: Well, the nice thing is I'm actually going to crack open a beer. It's, it is uh, 10.30 as we're recording this in the morning. And uh, in order to do justice to the amazing sponsors at Highlands Liquor, I feel like I have to open this now and, and try it.
1: Why don't you tell us? First of all, I want to shout out Highlands Liquor. I mean, that's what we're doing. Our sponsor. <laughs> yeah.
0: Highlandsliquor.ca.
1: They kindly provide us beverages. We have whiskey, we have beer. We we got a bottle of port.
0: We got to crack that sucker.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Apparently, once you open a bottle of port, you you can't just so, let it sit around. So
1: we should probably do that in a group. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, because we also uh, we don't go through anything harder than beer very quickly. No, um, we don't. So, I, you know, we appreciate it so much. Like we yeah. we always have a nice bevy here in the office when we when we need it. Last week we stood we sat on the roof of this building and had a beer together. It was delightful. It was Good great end the week, um, but just you know one of the things they did was ask us about our preferences
0: yes and and and
1: and i you know i love a good ipa i love a, a lager like a crisp beer on a hot day at a baseball game what's better you know to um uh, I love I love certain certain wines. I enjoyed our experimentation into pet gnats. Yes, yeah, uh, that was good. I, we we got a bottle of Japanese whiskey, which is thank so good. you, fantastic. But we I did, actually, sorry, just
0: really quickly, please. We had a, a bit of that whiskey with the client. That was great. It that was, was fantastic, and they were like the finish on this because it's got like a rice wine finish. Yes, it was glorious. Anyway. Sunday That's whiskey. That's right, we did. It was very good. Look at us. Look at Brian us. relationships. Yeah, We're sorry. We're doing it. I cut you off.
1: No, it's great. Uh, so one of the things that, they, that I did point out was <laughs> I really do hate sour beers.
0: And I pointed out I really don't like
1: IPAs. Yeah. And as a result, they decided to give us exclusively sour <laughs> beers.
0: Except for this one. Which is a sour IPA. It's a sour IPA. It's called Aloha. It's six-point-cent- six point zero percent alcohol by volume uh in a tall can and it's actually from the it's funny the side of the can says aloha from the tropical island of newfoundland <laughs> <laughs>
1: <That's> awesome. <laughs> so this is it has a puffin this
0: is made yeah it's got a puffin. it's in it. a really cool can at the furthest edge of civil civilization a lush paradise awaits
1: now my wife's favorite beers were she not pregnant right now and and obviously not drinking beer yeah um a sour IPA is the collision. It's the Venn diagram of the two things she loves in beer. So I understand you are out there, you freaks. <laughs> but I think sour beers taste like I drank a good beer and then puked in my mouth. That's uh, that's
0: actually not a that's I mean it is, yeah.
1: I I don't mind sour
0: beers. I can drink one. Yeah. I can't really drink one IPA. So
1: I guess I just want to say thank you to our sponsors for Hearing the five to ten minute ads that we've been creating for you. Yeah. And then trolling the shit out of us uh instead of giving us beers that we'd like. This
0: has been a Highlands Liquor ad, and now I'm gonna try this beer. Yes. Okay, so the Aloha beer from Give St. Me John's good Newfoundland.
1: The mic. Oh. Hmm. You know what? Yeah.
0: It's layered cuz you've got that sort of like IPA flavor at the top of the palate. The good part. Yeah, and this I like it. Okay. Shit. It almost tastes fruity because of uh because of the mixture. Okay. You got to try it, All now. right, okay, okay. He's, he's smelling it, he's sipping it. He
1: oh. hates it. He oh god. Hates it I really
0: don't like that at all. The sour is overpowering for oh. you. Yeah.
1: All right. Well,
0: do you want to continue with the podcast? Oh. <laughs> God, I he's, really don't like that. He's gonna need a. He's gonna need a drink of water here. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, you know what? I, Highlands liquor. I like it.
1: Mm. <laughs> They're a store.
0: Highlands liquor is a store in Edmonton in yeah. the Highlands in Every the Highlands time neighborhood. I
1: have gone there. The kind staff have heard what I'm looking for and offered me recommendations <laughs> that align with my taste. It's only when we
0: talk to Mike and Nate. Yeah, that, it's uh,
1: only when it's a business relationship. <laughs> Highlandslicker.ca. Yeah, check them out. Go there and get your beers.
0: Awesome. Well, I I did want to talk a little bit about uh, an issue that came up on Alberta's social media this week. Yes, indeed. Uh, Val Bella's um, is this catering slash meat supplier in the Bow Valley. Yes. And uh, Canmore Pride invited them to uh, sponsor can more pride in kind in some way and the president or someone identifying as the president one of the owners came back at them with some some super anti uh some transphobic uh, messaging that was disgusting yeah and it didn't take but five minutes for the uh the internet community to respond in kind pressuring the their customers to cut ties with them they had they had uh the Banff Center cut ties with them, they had the Banff Springs Hotel cut ties with them. Jasper yeah, Park Lodge. Jasper Park Lodge. They had uh even Friesen Brothers. Mm-hmm. One of Jespo's uh sponsors. That's right. Was like, We're out.
1: Yeah, Fleisch local restaurant yeah. here, a lot of local places. What was uh,
0: what was Fleisch's uh No little... hate on the plate. I love that.
1: My God. What a That team is awesome. Brilliant. So good strategy on that account.
0: I did see there was a, I think, a store in Canmore that was like, we ha- we have a bunch of uh, their product. Um, we don't believe in wasting it, so a hundred percent of the proceeds from the Valbella's products we sell, until we sell out, will go to Canmore. Product. I loved that. Yeah. Yeah. It was good, but I want to talk to you about like the sort of communications approach and strategy that. The inciting incident happened. The only way to mitigate it would have been a polite, no, sorry, we're not able to sponsor it this time. That's obviously not what happened. And they've sort of issued a few different statements since then. One suggesting that this president person is no longer president, but it's not clear on if they're still with the company. Yeah. And uh, their most recent post that I saw yesterday was like, these are the steps we're taking, but they were pretty weak. And I just wanted to get your perspective on it.
1: Like on their side? Yeah, on their side. I think that there's no way out at this point.
0: You think they're screwed as a company? I do, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Well, I do. I think that they have, yeah. I, I honestly don't see a pathway from that email going out to success for that company and i don't know i don't, i would not manage that issue if it came into our company neither would i obviously right like what hap, what what that email said is i would is something to unequivocally condemn i think the folks who managed it on the supply side yeah um, the customers there are so many businesses that handled that so well mm-hmm. that instantly jumped in and said you know we might take a loss here but this is the right thing to do and this is the message we want to send to our customers. These are the values of our company that we want, that, that we now need to live. And you're, you know, if you bring finance into it, you're making the bet that my customers expect me to live these values and values are important to the people who shop, especially at a local restaurant, a local market. Yeah. Uh, and it's time for us to stand by them and assume that our, uh, you know, make the bet that our, our Customers will stand by us and, and back us up. And I plan to shop at several of the. I, I'm going for bagels and flesh <laughs> this Excellent. weekend, you know? Good for you, man. That's um, awesome. On the other side of it, I mean, what they did was live their values. It's just that their values are something that I think are, are atrocious. Yeah. And once you've shown those values, uh, I don't think there's a pathway back from it.
0: I. I agree I, I think they might be screwed especially based on the actions they've taken so far but you know what I would have done if I were in leadership there is I would have I would be very honest and transparent about what we're doing and I feel like there's this opacity to what they're doing that's not totally clear so I would have been like that guy was my brother is my brother and he was an owner I'm I've bought him out. And he's no longer affiliated with this
1: company. But then it's coming up that this person has a bunch of
0: family that are like that's like this?
1: No, yeah, and, and that the person who released the statement is posting a bunch of like or engaging with a bunch of like straight pride memes and stuff. Oh dude, like, I yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. I I'm
0: saying like in a in an ideal world, right? Like yeah. and I would have I would have, remember when we were at ATB and, and the EDI teams were working with that uh, consultancy called Corn Fairy? Mm-hmm. I would have immediately hired an EDI consultant and been like, "We need to fix this. We know this is a long-term play for our brand, but this is what we know we need to work on."
1: I guess like the message, the email to me communicates much more than just like, "Oh, I just didn't realize." Yeah. Like that. You know, I needed to treat people like people. <laughs> like it was more. It, I think that. The message, as I read it, says, like, this is a person who's been exposed to a lot of radical ideas. Yeah. And that they're very far down that path. And I think that this path of, like, transphobia, um, like, really hateful language around grooming. Oh, I know. These things, like, these are radical alt-right ideas that people are being actively radicalized towards on the internet. And there are pathways to it through alternative health. And not to say if, you know, you can certainly like dabble in alternative health and not be radicalized, but there are documented pathways to radicalization through certain kind of sections of the internet. And it's not just in cells on 4chan. Um, it is, happening. YouTube. it's happening more and more. I mean, God, I watched, uh, I like accidentally, I, you know, I, I watch a lot of like history podcasts and stuff and I don't know what the algorithm told me, but suddenly I started getting like Jordan Peterson videos. I no was just showing like, uh, white guys like and you know it happens so fast that you fall down these rabbit holes and um like I guess the point I'm trying to make is like that message to me is more than just you can hire a company and kind of like uh rainbow wash your way out of it or get just a a quick session like this is a person who has been radicalized and, and, and sorry yeah just real quick I think This is something we as social media managers, it's not going to go away anytime soon. This is going to keep happening and it's going to keep happening for a long time. And I don't, I think this goes back to our conversation about like empathy for the people in these roles. Like you're going to be reading transphobic comments and racist comments, insane accusations about grooming and uh, yeah, racism, hatred, like this is part of this job. And knowing how your brand is going to navigate that situation, being able to articulate your values, feeling empowered to rapidly articulate those values. Because something I saw is if you weren't in that first wave of shops, that distanced yourself,
0: people were all over it, you. Even
1: if you said, Hey, we're, we're dealing with it. We just need some time. Those comments were like, well, everyone else acted quickly like do you, you need time to decide that you're not hateful you know
0: yeah i guess i guess what i'm saying is like assuming that this one guy was the problem and i think what you're saying is that he's not that it's probably so. more widespread but yeah. assuming that he is you cut out the cancer and mm-hmm. you start to heal the body right so i think there was a path for valbella to uh slowly rebuild their brand but i don't I don't think they're on that path. Yeah. And I, I, I think we just don't, don't agree on that.
1: Well, sounds like a good time to start a competitor. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. cause there's certainly a demand for this business. And, uh,
0: what would you call it? Hot beef injections. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good company name. That would be sufficiently friendly. Um, this beer is really good. I, I hard can't, pass. I can't believe you hate it.
1: Oh my God. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. I well, I didn't want to think about it.
0: Val Bella, you're fucked. Good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about another brand who might kind of be fucked.
1: Sure. And that's Instagram. Adverb. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Adverb is screwed. Uh, come work for us. We're hiring a specialist. adverbcomscom slash jobs. Yeah. Um, Instagram.
1: Instagram walking back some changes today.
0: Oh, they did today. I I haven't... So tell us about what's going on with Instagram.
1: So they have... I'm sure many of the people listening to this podcast are aware of some of the changes that have been happening to Instagram, the way that your feed may have changed to show you more ads or more people you don't follow, the way that... um, Kind of video content is being prioritized, but also maybe not rewarded as much as they claim it is. the mm-hmm. The communication that well, if you make video content, it'll be seen more often, seems to be sort of uh, dubious. Like, yeah, sometimes, maybe. Yeah. Um. But you know, Instagram seems to be aligning itself more with TikTok, more of a discovery of that one percent of high, you know, high volume content creators more than having a community of your friends, family, local, local community, uh, that you're discovering in your home feed. Uh, of course the Explorer feed has been there for a long time, but is kind of secondary. So, you know, I think why would, why would Instagram make these changes? I think alignment with TikTok makes a lot of sense. There's clearly, that's clearly a social media that's eating away at All of our attention. Yeah. Uh, There's a a lot
0: of articles out there right now that say like TikTok is the new Google. That's where people go to search for info.
1: It's fascinating. Yeah. That's fascinating. And And of course Instagram would want a piece of that. Easier, more entertaining, more fun. Uh, Right? Yeah. (laughs) People aren't that complicated.
0: But there's been a backlash.
1: There has been a backlash because I think people are still using... I think people now have a way they use Instagram. Instagram isn't maybe the app you open every single time you want to scan social media. It's maybe not the one that you are... Maybe you don't want to discover new things on Instagram. Maybe what you want is to see nice photos of your friends and family, the ones that they elevate into the grid or the things, the little moments they capture in their stories every day. I I think people have a lot of value in I talk to a lot of people on Instagram. So I DM I. with friends. I post a lot of stories. I post occasional grid posts. Mm-hmm. Making reels is very challenging, and it's something that I do with Adverb, but not very often on my own. Um, but I, I really like Instagram, Me and too. I, I have a reason that I use it, which is there's a community of about a thousand people that I want to, I want to follow. I want to see what they post. I want to stay in touch with them. I want to see what's up in their lives. I think they many of them make beautiful content that I, I want to see the, their photos. And I don't want to see a beautiful photo. I want to see my friend's beautiful photo while they're traveling. Yeah, like totally. So I think it, it's a mistake to to lose that. Like what I think what I'm describing is like a real sense of community uh, and like micro communities and to pivot Instagram into here's kind of a bunch of cool shit. And I think it loses the core of what, probably I think many people are doing on Instagram.
0: Would you say that um, one of Instagram's problems right now is that they're more focused on, for, for lack of a better term, sacks with dollar signs on it, on it, than their actually existing user base?
1: Yeah, or pivoting into like, I hope that this will be better in the long term. Yeah. I think something interesting is like if you remember People hated Instagram stories. I fucking hated
0: Instagram stories.
1: Right. And they're like, well, I have Snapchat for that. And now I can't even imagine Instagram without stories. And they did fundamentally change the way we use Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I post more like, here's a nice meal, here's a, um, you know, my bike ride kind of thing in my stories, little fleeting moments. Whereas my grid is much more like curated. Yeah. I suspect a lot of people have made that adjustment over time. Um, so that's interesting. Like they they have sometimes introduced new features, but I feel like a feature like that is kind of just a different way of presenting content. But you still see your friends in stories exactly, still them in the grid. and now it's literally a who you see, yeah, uh, and what you see um, versus like the people you see.
0: There, there's a, a woman I'm friends with uh, on Instagram who I think I don't know if I've ever met her in real life, but she's based here in Edmonton. We we know some of the same folks. And she and I had a conversation the other day about, um, cause I had stopped seeing all the suggested people to follow mm. in my grid. Right. And she said to me that she thought it was because I was probably closing the app every time I saw a suggested person. Interesting. And the algorithm was maybe responding me to me in that way. Yeah. But after seeing their CEO, uh, he gave like a two minute video on Twitter which was very funny that he did it on Twitter. I'm sure he did it elsewhere. It <laughs> was um, funny. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, basically explaining, it, it made it sound like he was it, he was incapable of making change because the wheels were already in motion. It was very weird. Right, right. It was kind of a weird conversation. With Biden effect. Who yeah. the heck is the president? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was just like, these changes are already in motion and... Uh, I don't. I think you'll like them in the long run. We're not going to change anything. But you're saying today everything is different. What what happened today?
1: I I'm actually not caught up in this, but I think they walked back a few changes to the explore feed and Good. Um, something about the like full page kind of real discovery uh, TikTok style. Yeah. Um. So you know maybe the community has spoken up. Um, I think something that they. I think this approach of like being having a person who kind of owns this change is is actually a really interesting calm strategy. Yeah, um, I'm out here. I'm calmly explaining the changes, um, and consulting a little bit with the community and, and to see some action come out of that. But uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. We'll I, I... have
1: to wait and see. I think it. I think it's a huge moment for this platform and its future. Me too. Uh, Cause I think Instagram wants to be everything to all people. And I think the community is saying you're one thing to us. Yeah. Right. Yep. And I don't think that that's a problem. I think Twitter has done a good job becoming one thing to all of us, which is Twitter is where news breaks. Yep. Right.
0: And, and I feel like Facebook sort of made a transition away from the, its intended purpose. And I, I tell you, I log in maybe once a day, once a week now. Right? Yeah. Like I just don't look at Facebook anymore. Right. So if Instagram's going, Facebook
1: s- is just Messenger and Marketplace, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's all it is now. I don't,
0: unless I want to see like the racists in my family post weird, all right, news. I don't <laughs> go to Facebook anymore. Thank God there are very few of them. But yeah. uh, anyway, it, it, you're right. I think it's a, it is a. It's a cultural, digital cultural moment that we're witnessing.
1: Yeah, it's a pivotal moment. It'll affect the content we all create on Instagram. It'll affect how important this channel is to our clients. It's been vital as a way to talk to kind of young millennials Yeah. Uh, for a long time now. And um, I hope they can hang on to that. Me too.
0: Yeah. yeah. We'll We'll keep our eye out for it. Uh, the last thing we wanted to talk about is how fucking hot it is outside. It's hot. Thank God this office is air conditioned.
1: It's a warm, warm day.
0: It's a hot business boy summer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you have enough water in your water bottle?
0: I do, and I, apparently I have to drink this beer, so.
1: It's a good day to see a baseball game. I can't wait. hot day while the sun sets with the beer in your hand and a hot dog in the other. I'm trying to
0: remember where I th- I, th- I think I got a seat Unfortunately, on the sunny side of the stadium, Mm -hmm. so we might have to procure some sunscreen so you and I don't turn into lobsters. I
1: put sunscreen on this morning. Smart. Your boy. uh, But you
0: have to reapply.
1: Yes, I do. Anyway,
0: well, we'll figure that out, but uh,
1: (laughs) that's it for us. We'll lather each other up (laughs) before the game. It's going
0: to be very, very sensual. Uh, And it's a podcast, so all you're going to hear is like, ugh, it's going to sound gross. (laughs) So we'll leave it at that. Adam. Tyler.
1: I love you, man. I love you too, buddy. Uh, everyone take care of yourselves. Drink, drink water. Yeah. Get enough sleep. Stay cool. Mm-hmm. Stay cool. Daddy. Stay
0: cool, baby. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next time talk on, you next time. on whatever the hell this is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>